Hey guys, welcome to the third episode of The Wandering Wonder. For this episode, we're going to talk about gaslighting. Has anybody told you that you're just crazy? Or you're overreacting? That you're upset over nothing? Phrases like, I never said that. You're so sensitive. Or stop imagining things. This is how gaslighting sounds like. Some of you may have heard about this or some of you may not. A little history about gaslighting. This term was coined after a stage play called Gaslight in 1938. An incident where the husband attempts to play with his wife's emotions by driving her crazy by dimming the light which was powered by gas. He constantly denied that the light was changing when his wife tried to point it out. Instead, he told his wife that she is just imagining things. So yeah, that was how the term gaslighting was coined. Pretty much straight from experience. So what is gaslighting? Natasha Tracy said that gaslighting is a form of emotional abuse where the abuser manipulates situations repeatedly into disturbing his or her own memory and perceptions. Gaslighting is an insidious form of abuse. It makes victims question the very instincts that they have counted on their whole lives, making them unsure of anything. Gaslighting makes it very likely that victims will believe whatever their abusers tell them, regardless as to their own experience of the situation. Gaslighting often precedes other types of emotional and even physical abuse because the victim of gaslighting is more likely to remain in other abusive situations as well. According to the same author, there are tons of gaslighting techniques that sometimes we fail to identify if it's still one. Gaslighting techniques are usually used to hide reality that the abuser doesn't want the victim to realize. Always remember that this happens to anyone and not just to a specific gender. All of us can be a victim and some of us unconsciously can become the one who gaslights. I chose this topic because not all people are aware that such thing is happening and that there is actually a technical term used for this kind of behavior. Oftentimes we just let other people criticize or manipulate us because we're afraid of being unfriended by them, or we just haven't realized that we are being gaslighted. The first gaslighting technique is called withholding. This happens when a person or an abusive partner in the context of relationship pretends not to understand or refuses to listen. They brush off your attempts to have a discussion or accuse you of trying to confuse them. Some examples for this are, I don't know what you're talking about, or I'm done with this, I'm done listening to you. Countering People who belong to this category questions the victim's memory of events, even when the victim remembers them accurately. They question your memory, make up new details, or deny that something happened. They might blame you for the situation instead. And they might say like, think about the time when you try to remember something but you got it wrong. Or, it's gonna be the same all over again, so you rather stop. 
blocking and diverting are again some of these techniques. This technique is whereby the person attempts to change the conversation from the subject matter to questioning or doubting the victim's thoughts consciously and taking control over the conversation. When you bring up a concern about their behavior, they change the subject or turn it back on you by suggesting you're making it up. Some examples of this include, you're hurting me just so you know, or where did you get that crazy idea? The fourth technique is trivializing. The person in this concept makes the victim's needs or feelings seem unimportant. They let the victim feel that his or her emotions are not worthy and he or she is irrelevant and that there's something more important than his or her feelings. They minimize your feelings, suggest your emotions don't matter, or accuse you of overreacting. They often say, they often say, you're going to get angry over a little thing like that? Or, you're too sensitive. Forgetting and denial can also be forms of gaslighting. In this technique, the abuser pretends to forget things that have really occurred. The abuser may also deny things like promises that have been made that are important to the victim. This technique pretty much describes the word itself, wherein the abuser pretends to forget something and that he or she denies doing such thing or saying such words. When you mention a specific event or something they said, they might say they can't remember or tell you it never happened at all. You can often hear, what are you talking about? You're obviously making up all these things. There are also other things or factors or techniques whereby gaslighting happens. For example, during a family reunion, telling you that people are talking behind your back. This person will tell you that, don't you know that they've been talking about you the whole time? What did you do? What made you do that decision? Gaslighting is not limited in relationships or in friendships or family relationships. It can also occur whenever you're in your school or workplace when someone hides your things from you and then deny knowing anything about it and say, you seriously can't find your book or your notes or your financial report? You know, things like that. Also, saying things to you that they later deny having said. You get the gist of this one, pretending they don't remember saying anything to you and put you in a place where you question your perception. Now that we know what are some techniques used in gaslighting, let us now discover what are some signs that you are being gaslit. The sole reason why the abuser is doing this type of abuse is to get a person to question their perception, memory, or even their sanity. I got this list from Katie Morton and she tried to make it short and just point out the things that really stand out when gaslighting hits you. First is that you always second guess yourself. So now that we know what are the different techniques used in gaslighting, we can now understand how those things affect us. When people tend to keep on manipulating our beliefs and perception, we start confusing reality with their reality. We get carried away with what they're saying and that we are somehow getting influenced 
with what they're telling us and we just start to believe them. We put aside our ego and accept what others think of us. Second, you find yourself excusing the abusive behavior. This sign is probably most common if you're close to that person and you share an intimate relationship to them, so your friends or your family. When you start noticing this behavior, gaslighting, you tend to deny to yourself you believe they're doing it for a better reason. You believe them and you tolerate what they do. That even you yourself find their behavior maybe not that abusive or damaging. You open up to the thought that you can just accept them even if they treat you like that just because you trust them, you believe them, and you love them. Third sign, you lack confidence. After all the things that you've been through, you start to doubt yourself because many people said that you're just remembering things that didn't even happen, that it is all in your mind, in your head. You start questioning your capacity as an individual. Doubting yourself becomes your habit now. You don't feel confident anymore and you just start getting insecure about yourself. Fourth, you struggle to make decisions on your own. This is expected once you start second-guessing yourself and you start to lose confidence because nothing feels right anymore. You feel like all the things that you will say or all that you will do are flawed and that you'll just get corrected like any other normal day with that kind of person. So you keep all these things to yourself because you're just tired of being manipulated. You tend to go with the flow and stop making decisions for yourself. You'll say, it's fine. I'm good if you're good with it, or I'll just pick whatever you choose. I'll do the same. Fifth, you often feel like you can't do anything right. This idea is undeniably similar to the fourth sign. Was it fourth? Yeah, yeah the fourth sign. Everything that you do is just always wrong. Your perception in life, the way you remember things, the things that you wanted to say or things that you wanted to do, they're just all wrong. All the decisions, all the idea that will enter your mind is just questionable. You don't feel confident about anything and you start depending on their criticism because you believe that they're helping you grow when in fact you're being manipulated. Now here are some things that you can do if you feel like you're being gaslit. And these are according to Katie. First is that you seek outside support. You should try to reach out to your friends or to your family or to those people that you know that will help you grow. Second is that start using feeling charts. Third, work on the self-talk. You should start talking to yourself. It may kind of feel weird or it may sound weird, but I know that this is helpful because I also do this. I also talk to myself whenever I'm thinking deeply about something, whenever I'm pondering about something. You need to meditate or you need to internalize the things that are happening around you. Next is to set boundaries. 
Learn how to say no. You don't always need to please people. You should start believing yourself. And you should know that there are times that it is better to live without those people, without having those people around you. And the last one is mindfulness. Take time each day to pull your focus in and notice how you are feeling, what may be upsetting you, and find ways to start verbalizing it. We have to build up the trust between us and our mind again, and that is a great way to start. However, Crystal Raypool said that gaslighting isn't always easy to recognize, especially since it often starts small, and other behaviors can sometimes seem similar. True gaslighting develops into a repeated pattern of manipulation. The person gaslighting you wants you to doubt yourself and depend on their version of reality. So someone who offers a different opinion than yours, even in a rude or critical way, isn't necessarily gaslighting. Hey guys, so this is the third episode for the official launching of this podcast. After this one, I'm gonna be uploading one episode per week and I'll just try to see when, but I think it's gonna be published during the weekends or during Fridays, perhaps. If you finish all the three episodes that I publish and you're listening to this right now, I'd be really glad if you can send me feedback. You can message me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Wandering Wonder or at WNDRNG WNDRR. Let me know your thoughts, opinions, or just any comments. It will help me improve this series and the way I handle things here. More so if you have any suggestions or recommendations for the topics that we should tackle. I'd be really glad to read your recommendations and decide if we can do it. Uh, disclaimer again, same from the introduction, I am not an expert nor any kind of professional. I'm just sharing what I've learned, so if you are in need of professional help, seek a licensed therapist or the like. If you like the music that you heard in my podcast, go and check the Heart of Courses and Ixens Music. They provide free and awesome music for everyone. I'll be providing their respective links in the description box. Also, if you want to avail mixing services, go and email at wormsindirtmusic at gmail.com. You can also check their music on Spotify and other streaming platforms. Just search Dirt in Worms for some good nature-themed punk music. Again, it's Miki and your host for The Wandering Wonder, where we venture together to fill our thirst for knowledge and continuously nurture ourselves for the better.